Welcome to the Anxiety Slayer series. Our mission is to assist you with creating more peace and tranquility in your life through anxiety release exercises and supportive tools created to slay your anxiety. Today's Anxiety Slayer podcast is brought to you by the Anxiety Slayer Academy. We've been offering a free podcast for over seven years to help anyone suffering with anxiety find relief. And now we're helping you go deeper by providing step-by-step support on how to get the best experience you can from our favorite tools and techniques for overcoming anxiety. You can learn more at anxietyslayer.com forward slash support. Welcome back to Anxiety Slayer. I'm Shan Vanderleek here with Ananga Sivier, my wonderful friend and business partner of almost eight years. Welcome back, Ananga. Hi, Shen. It's so good to come together with you weekly on Skype to share these sessions. And we really enjoy answering listener questions from our inbox and Facebook page. And this week, we received a really good question that we haven't talked about in a while, and that it's about breaking the cycle of anxiety. And the question goes, how can I break the cycle of chronic anxiety? I feel like it keeps circling round and round, and I can't get out. I think that's a really well-observed question, and and that really is how anxiety feels, isn't it? You feel like you're you're stuck in the web, and and it just keeps going round and round on itself. And of course, often when we try and take action to move away from a situation, we we do it with a, with a degree of gusto. And when we do that with anxiety, it really just pours petrol on the fire. The way that I learned to manage anxiety is by working with techniques that just helped me feel more calm, more confident, helped me develop better boundaries and helped me feel more settled within myself. It really was more about learning acceptance than breaking the cycle or or trying to escape or just wishing it would stop and go away. So I think for me, the, the first point I would raise would be to notice anything that increases your anxiety and turn those factors down in your life first. Like, Shan, we've talked many times before about stimulants, for example. It's certainly important to be mindful of your caffeine intake. Learning that one piece of advice for me made all the difference to step back from anything, you know, like coffee or Coca-Cola or tea or energy drinks. There's all kinds of supplements and foodstuffs that have a lot of caffeine in them. And just by learning to dial that back, you know, you won't even believe what a change it makes because it really does. And in today's extra caffeinated world, we need to be really mindful of that. Yeah, really important. And we have had letters on several occasions from listeners who've told us that that one change alone has really helped their anxiety get a lot better. So. Firstly, to reduce anything that's feeding into that spiral. And the, the other thing I would really recommend is to start working with your breath. When we feel anxious, our breathing is rapid and shallow, and it's good to be able to start practicing, noticing that, and then starting to slow your breathing down, bring your attention to your breathing. And by doing that, it takes you away from that fight or flight response which is never any fun, very uncomfortable. And then as soon as you say, okay, now I'm going to take a deep breath. Now I'm going to take a, 
even deeper breath and a longer exhale. We talk about the long exhale and counting our breath and how that can, in a few short rounds of breathing, really help you feel like you're back in your body and heck of a lot more grounded. Yeah, I think the long exhale is one of the real key practices to learn for this, you know, stopping the anxiety loop and really just calming that tornado experience of anxiety down. When our breathing's rapid and shallow, it can escalate our heart rate, it can feed into other anxiety symptoms. So again, the shallow breathing in itself is feeding into that anxiety state. So we talk a lot, as you just mentioned, Shan, about the long exhale. Let's just go over how to do that for our listeners that may not have heard this before. So the first step when you feel anxious and you feel that your breathing is rapid and you notice your breathing shallow is to just pause for a moment and make your next exhalation as long as you can. Very often when we feel anxious, we have the tendency to start gulping in deep breaths, big breaths of air, but it's over-oxygenation that causes the anxiety symptoms to escalate. So what we want to do is empty our lungs. So just pause after your next in-breath and then take a long exhale. Sigh your breath out between your lips as if you were going to blow out a candle, but make the breath last as long as you can. Really long, slow exhalation. Then pause and count to two and then breathe in again. You may find if you're really suffering from strong anxiety that that next breath in will come in really fast. That's okay. Just pause and then take another long exhale. See if you can count and do that 10 times. Counting gives your mind something to do while you're working on bringing some peace and order back into your system. And is there a count that you have in mind for the exhale? I know you you start with, you know, counting to two, but over a period of time, you increase that amount of, of counting if, if comfortable, correct? Yeah, I think if you're really suffering from anxiety, it's very hard to kind of rein the breath in like that. So I would just say, make a game of making your exhale as long as you can. Like count. If you can do it for six, great. Just keep counting six on the out breath. If you can extend it to seven, even better. And then and once your breathing calms down a bit, a good breathing pattern is to breathe in for four, hold for two, and breathe out for seven and just keep repeating that. But initially, if the anxiety is high, you're going to find that you're going to be breathing in quite rapidly. So just really focus on smoothing and lengthening that exhalation, first of all. The long exhale is incredibly effective for getting your breathing under control. And it's amazing what happens to your body because you, as soon as you start to practice this, you're sending a signal to your nervous system that you are okay and that you are in control, and that you are calming down, even if you don't feel that way, this exercise is telling your body that. And so that's what makes it so very effective, as you start to settle the minute that you begin this breathing practice. Yeah, you're really switching out from fight or flight to the relaxation response. The second you start working with your breath, you're telling your nervous system, okay, I've got this. I, I realized I was, I was getting disturbed. I was getting anxious. But I'm on it now and I'm taking steps to calm down. And the nervous system really responds. Slow, deep breathing puts the brakes on anxiety. And I wish I understood this years ago when I was really suffering. I can remember going to a doctor's and telling them the symptoms I was having. And the doctor just looked at me and said, try breathing in a paper bag. And I just felt really upset and foolish and misunderstood. And years later, somebody explained to me how that works. Breathing in a paper bag, it stops you over-oxygenating your blood. 
It's all about getting more carbon dioxide into your system. And then when I learned the long exhale, the analogy was given that it works exactly the same way. So I think it's very important when somebody's suffering with anxiety to explain how and why these things work. So you're treating them with respect. We understand it feels absolutely terrible. And sometimes to just say, working with your breath, it sounds like an offhand remark that's disproportionate to the suffering somebody's going through when they experience anxiety. I think if that had been explained to me at that time, I would have put it into practice and it would have saved me a lot of anxiety attacks. So I'm glad that we're going into this in a little detail today. And I think it's also important to bring forward how practicing this, knowing how to do the long exhale and being mindful of how you're feeling and and where you're at on a very regular basis. This isn't just something that, you know, you do once and then let go of. But if you become accustomed to this practice, as soon as you start feeling a little bit sideways, you can nip it very quickly. Yeah, you can do it in a queue, you can do it on a bus, you can do it on a train, you can do it at a stoplight. It really is important to make it part of your life. So it's it's there for you when you need it and do it when you feel okay. If you do it when you're feeling okay, you are regularly then sending that signal to your nervous system, okay, I'm investing in my relaxation and healing response now. I'm coming off the adrenaline state and I'm going to put a few minutes into investing in my calm state and and supporting my nervous system. You can stick a sign on your fridge to remind you to do it for a, a minute when you go to get something out the fridge or when the kettle's boiling to make tea, make it a breathing break. See how many times a day you can fit it in. Do it before you go to bed at night. Do it when you wake up in the morning. It's very helpful for morning anxiety because often we wake up with a jolt of adrenaline that can trigger anxiety. So when you wake up, you can practice in bed before you even sit up and just get your day off to a self-supporting and smooth start. And that's really what this is all about, patient self-support. We have to learn to better care for ourselves. And this is where we pay attention to what makes our anxiety worse uh, and and decrease whatever that is. And that's where we were talking earlier about caffeine or uh, news, the media, social media, a company that might be super intense, what I call the, um, the energy vampires that sometimes are in our lives that just feel and get us very agitated. These are all things to step back on. And then also be mindful of what helps your anxiety and then increase this. And this is where the long exhale comes in, being kind to yourself, getting out in nature, and really supporting yourself with clean nutrition and inspirational reading, anything that makes you feel better. Yeah, it really is about patience and paying priority, investing in in self-care over time. And that really is what helps us step out of the anxiety spiral. It, It takes a little time. It may take some ongoing maintenance. And sometimes it may take increased maintenance. But we are talking about things that are good for your health, good for your heart, good for your mind. So they're good things to do. And just a couple of episodes ago, we walked through making an Anxiety Slayer support kit. So refer back to that podcast if you if you want to learn how to do that. And we'll make sure that we have a link to that in our show notes as well. Yeah, again, really important is, is being prepared. It's having things with you wherever you are on hand. 
to help you nip anxiety in the bud and just put those flames out before they build in and escalate into an anxiety attack. Thanks so much for listening to Anxiety Slayer. If you found this episode helpful, we'd sure love it if you would share it. Share wherever you spend time online and help us reach out to as many anxiety sufferers as we can. Thanks so much. We really appreciate your support. Anxiety Slayer has been offering a free podcast for more than seven years. Now we want to help you go deeper by providing step-by-step support on getting the best experience from our favorite tools and techniques for overcoming anxiety. Are you ready to take action against your anxiety? Enroll in the Anxiety Slayer Academy now and get started today at anxietyslayer.com forward slash support.